Today is Tuesday, February 5th, 2019, and you are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. There is a tension in Psalm 138 between the psalmist's feeling of praise and thanksgiving for God's steadfast love and the uncertainty of doubt and the fear of rejection from those in the world. The tension seems familiar. We often find ourselves swinging back and forth between a feeling of overwhelming love and consumed with fear of rejection. Today, what are your fears and doubts? Where most would you want to experience God's deep and steadfast love. Let us listen to the words of Psalm 138. I give thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods I sing your praise. I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted your name and your word above everything. On the day I called, you answered me. You increased my strength of soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise you, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth. They shall sing of the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty perceives from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve me against the wrath of my enemies. You stretch out your hand, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands.
father taught a high school Sunday school class for most of his adult life. He would use art projects to encourage creativity and conversation among the teens in his classes. It was one of the most creative ways to engage youth I've ever seen. Several forces were working against him in using arts and crafts projects in Sunday school. First of all, most of the students were not there by choice. We act like teens not wanting to go to church or engage in religious education is some new phenomena. It's not. Add to this that most males tend to see crafts as a girl thing. Still, every year, he would introduce an art project that would take about four weeks to complete. The initial reactions of the students were predictable. Females tended to be eager. Males tended to scoff and make fun of the idea. It would take about 20 minutes for everyone to engage. And by the end of class, students were so lost in their work, they forgot to hate Sunday school or church. Reflecting back on those projects, the key to success was that projects never demanded perfection. It was the 70s, and using natural cords and tying knots produced a surprising amount of different objects. If we had painted, it might have been a different story. A multitude of wine and art studios have opened across the country. Guests are given a glass of wine and an existing picture to paint. Ultimately, these studios use art for the same reason my father did. Art projects produce a stimulating conversation. The difference with paint is it calls attention to our insecurities. One would think with an image to copy and instructions on how to use the paintbrush, it would be easy to produce art. But it's not all that easy. Matter of fact, it can be quite tricky. If you were to listen to a group painting, you would hear a lot of self-rejection. Mine looks terrible, but, but yours looks great. I can't do this like the picture, or I just screwed this one up. The painters who thrive are the ones who are comfortable doing their own thing. They change the colors a little, add features not included in the original. They also see the inconsistencies in the final project as part of their signature on the project. Truth is, all human beings enjoy creating something. Some are artists, others builders, engineers, or auto mechanics. We like getting our hands on material and creating something reflective of ourselves. At the same time, building draws out our deepest level of insecurities. A voice speaks in our minds. Will people like what I've created, or will people like me? The same battle seems to be raging in the mind of the psalmist this morning. The writer is confident in God's love, yet fearful God will abandon the art project. God's purpose was not to create perfection, but beauty. You have been formed by the hands of the Almighty, and crafted to find peace in your Maker. We find peace in God because the Creator is less critical of the final product than we are. Give thanks to God because you are fearfully and wonderfully made to fulfill the purpose God has for you, to be beautiful, not perfect. Is there a difference between beauty 
and perfection? If so, what is the difference? Can you look at yourself and see your imperfections as the signature of your identity? And can you accept that God loves you the way you are, fearfully and wonderfully made? Sometimes, our own words are difficult to hear. They seem unconvincing to our mind. The words which come from outside ourselves are the ones most convincing. Could you possibly be intentional about telling someone in your life they are beautiful and wonderfully made? May God strengthen you and bless you with peace. May Christ bring forth justice in and among you. And may the Holy Spirit, who calls you beloved, shine upon you and guide your days in love. Amen. Amen.